Welcome back to part two of our show with Marty McCambridge. We'll continue now. Welcome back to Creativity Inside and Out with Marty McCambridge. Now we're going to continue talking about your career and your life and your music and your acting and she does everything, I'm telling you. <laughs> it's great. I try. Yeah. So let's talk about, we left uh, talking about voiceover mm -hmm. and um, In the House of Paper Flowers. Um, yeah, In the House of Paper Flowers is a short film, short animated film a friend of mine wrote. I'm in a, a one more thing to add to the list. I'm in a writer's group. Oh. Um, and I've been in for like 10 years now. And she wrote this piece and we read it in the writer's group and everybody said, oh, this is, you got to do something with this. It's beautiful. And so she got together with some animators and some musicians and put together this beautiful piece called In the House of Paper Flowers. It's a true story of sad event in her life where her, her cat was taken by a coyote. It sounds mm. like, you know, gruesome, but it's it's about nature and, you know, this is this is part of life, the circle of life kind mm. of thing. And um, Anyway, and so she came to me and said, I want you to narrate it, which I was thrilled, you know, that's what I want to do. So I did, I did right. the narration for it, and you can, you know, you can listen to the trailer and, and hear me. And we went to several film festivals. It won, I don't, I've lost count, I think 25 awards so mm -hmm. far. You know, best picture, best sound, best animation, best music. Fantastic. All wow. these things. And the most unusual one, because I went to all these film festivals and I never heard it, so I never expected it, was I got uh, best narration. Oh, yeah, what so an honor. it was. I was just over the moon about it. Uh -huh. You know, I got a, I got an award. I got a little trophy. I got you know, so that really validated what I've been dreaming about. That I really want to do more more narration and voiceover yeah. work. And we can watch the trailer for that, right? Yes. Let's yes. do that. Let's watch that trailer now. Once upon a time. In a small house covered with papery flowers, there lived a woman with white hair, two cats, and a tiny wolf songstress. One of the cats bore the mark of a bat on his forehead. He was an empath of the first order. The other had a white mustache and went by many names, but the one the woman first uttered in her heart was Baby. That is so beautiful. It really is. It, it is. It's. I. I love the colors and the and the uh, story and uh, it, it's just. It's just really touching. Yeah. And we've gone several places where people have just come to us afterward and said that that meant so much to them. Oh, that nice. story. So. Yeah. yeah. And you've done other voiceover work as well, right? Um, not as much as I'd like. I did. Okay. I did uh, reading for the deaf and, and uh, reading for the deaf. No, reading for the blind. <laughs> that would be interesting. That wouldn't work real well. <laughs> no, 
Reading for the blind. <laughs> yes, I did. I did that for several. You know, read several. But there, that was textbooks, which is like. Yeah. That is such a nice thing because you do that volunteer, right. right? You've done that volunteer. Right. Right. Yeah, that is such a nice and generous thing to do. You know. Well, I I, I enjoy doing it, and I think it's it was good practice too. You know, I learned. I because it's a small operation. You know. I'd go out to a little booth in the valley, and I was on my own. I would do. I was doing my own editing. You know. I'd oh be really? Like, oh, that was woman, bad. Go back. Again, you know. a one woman woman show, right? Which we'll talk about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that was that was really interesting to do. Learning how to work all the. Oh right. Yeah. Technical stuff. Right. Was that on reel to reel at the time, or was that digital? No, it's digital. Yeah. 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 I but, guess reel to reel would be going back much farther than that, yeah, wouldn't not, it? Not, no. <laughs> I'm so dating myself. (laughs) Real to real? (laughs) I still have some at home, some tapes, yeah, that I I need to transfer. Yeah. (laughs) I thought I I used to have a real to real tape machine. I did too. Yeah. And I thought I had all my tapes transferred, digitized though, put in put into the computer, and then um, of course I found one more box. I was wondering (laughs) where those student projects were from college, you know, and they showed up. Um, I want to talk about Shirley Valentine. I know we're jumping around all over the place, but that's okay. Marty jumps around in her life. (laughs) She doesn't jump anymore, but um, Shirley Valentine is uh, just a really wonderful piece. It's a one-woman play. Um, If you've seen the movie, the movie is all the characters are there. So it's not a one-woman show, but the play is a one-woman show. And um, I just, I loved it, you know, and... I've got to watch it now that we've been talking about it. Yeah, you do. Anybody, if you haven't seen it, it's just really heartwarming. And um, so in my scene study class with Leo Rossi that I told you about earlier, I would come in every week with a new scene. I do, you know, Mm -hmm. a whole scene, several pages, and... And everybody in the class just loved it. And it got to the point where Leo would say, do we have any Shirley today? Oh, you know, funny. And I would get up and do another chunk of Shirley. So I was, I was memorizing it, you know, little by little, mm-hmm. just as an exercise. And um, here in Alate, we were doing a show called Figments, which was just hysterically funny. It was the best show. And people just loved it. And so we all said, let's let's do this some more. Let's take it on the road. Let's rent a little theater and do it for a summer. It's just so good. This show is so good. And um, Shirley Valentine or Figments? Figments. Uh-huh. And so I, I was like, well, yeah, we could do that. We could take it. We could. There's lots of little theaters here in North Hollywood. So I found a little theater up there um, called Two Roads. And I went and I said, we'd like to put on this show. And he said, sure, you can rent the theater anytime. So leave your deposit and it's yours. And so I did and uh, came back and said, okay, let's do this. And he said, well, you know, I just took a poll and it seems like uh, not everybody's on board after all. Oh, man. So I went back immediately. After they said they wanted Oh, to. yeah. So I went back immediately and said, well, I guess we can't do it. So could I get my deposit back? He said, nope. The theater's yours for the summer. I don't care if you have garden parties. Just do whatever oh you gosh. want. So we were kind of stuck. 
So I kind of went, well, I have been working on this Shirley Valentine, and I think I could probably learn the rest of it in a short time, and maybe that would be fun. And there you go. So I did Shirley Valentine for a summer, one, one for woman. For the entire summer? Well, it was like six weeks, yeah. That's a while. Yeah, yeah. And um, my brother-in-law built the set, and it was a fantastic set. It was rotating sets. Mm. So it was my kitchen on one side and the Greek island on the other. <laughs> it was so fun. It's really fabulous. What a contrast. Well, because that's she goes to the Greek island. Okay. Um, and uh, and I did that, and we had we actually had audiences all the time. It was. Yeah, I was going to ask. Did you did you have a house? We did. We um, we had lots of lots of uh, audiences. Right. That's a theater term, by the way. <laughs> How many are in the house? Yes, yes. Is yeah. it worth it? Is it worth? We didn't. Uh, we didn't make any money, but mm. we. Uh, I think we almost broke even. So you got your deposit back. Yeah. And had yeah. a good time doing it. And had it. a fabulous time. Oh, you should re You should bring that back if you could. Well, yeah. I, I couldn't do it here, because well, language. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> Some of the content is a little racy, and oh, uh -huh. taking it out would just destroy it. So, yeah. right. <laughs> there's things. That's one thing we maybe didn't mention that Elate, uh, like Glendale Theater and some other theaters around, have made it a policy to never have certain words, mm -hmm. you know, and content is has to be approved and right, which you know sometimes puts puts a hamper on things, but... Um, Elaid also does a thing, although they've broken the rule, I think, once or twice, where they never repeat a show, right? Right. They have not, but um, they've talked about it, yeah. They did repeat, though, Love Letters. They did repeat Love Letters. Which you did. Which, which I did both in. times. <laughs> right. Yes, um, but generally speaking, yeah, they try not to repeat. Which makes it more challenging to find... To find new stuff. New, new plays, new material to do. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, so Shirley Valentine is still in my head. Yeah, now I have to watch it. You do. And Mitch, our uh, cameraman oh. and uh, producer, was saying that his wife loves it. It's a great show. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about your band now, Jumping Around. <laughs> Let's go to Mary. Well, it kind of leads to the next one. Yeah. <laughs> when all this is said and done, I go back to my band. Which, how long have you been in the band? This band I've been in for 10 years. Oh, okay. Yeah. A lot of things happened after the broken leg. Yeah, which, was that 10 years ago? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you want to talk about that well, now, or if you want to do that before we talk about... It's, it, it made a made a big uh, dent in my life. So. Let's talk about it now and and your bone. Because that's, yeah, I'm not doing that scene, so. Right. Um, yeah, I had a, 10 years ago, well, February it'll be 11. Okay. Yeah, it was. Guy, it doesn't seem like that long ago, but time is going 2013, yeah. Yeah. I had a, I broke my femur and I didn't just break it, I shattered it. Uh, so I was not walking for a while and I was pretty depressed. A long while. Well, I was, I was in a wheelchair for a year, about That's a year. a long while. But yeah, but then I was, I could walk, but 
Right. Were you in physical therapy? Yeah. All that time to get back up on your feet? Yeah, yeah. Right. That was one of the scenes from my play where I, I, my big sister comes to see me when the therapist is there and she's getting me up <laughs> for the first time, you know, up onto the walker. <laughs> and my sister's watching it and I'm like, I can do this, I can do this, and I'm up and she's like, my baby sister is walking. <laughs> That's perfect. I know. It was, it was pretty funny because, you know, she watched me walk when I was this when big. You, now she's Yeah, when you were a baby. Yeah. So, yeah, so it was pretty traumatic. Um, anyway, right. so during that time, I, I couldn't do a lot of things that I normally right. would do. And right. one of them is, you know, music. And this band was playing at my church. They were starting a... a what they called was a celebration of life band. They wanted to play at funerals. At funerals? Uh, yeah, because they wanted to do Dixieland. And so, you know. At funerals. When the saints go marching in. <laughs> oh my gosh, are you serious? Oh, we did. We played several. Yeah, you know, as I think about that. That's what they do in New Orleans. Is it? Oh, yeah. They march down the street playing music and the casket follows. Funerals don't have to be so... No, it's a celebration of life. Dismal and morbid, right? No. We made them fun. <laughs> How many... Have you done a lot of funerals? No, we did several in the beginning. Now we've, we do more um, other, you know, we play at different facilities and, right. and events in the valley. And when I say the valley, I mean the Caneo Valley. Okay. Um, in California, Thousand by the Oaks, way. Yeah. yeah, Thousand Oaks, yeah. Um, but we've played at a lot of places yeah. there. And now it's it's more of a jazz band. It's still technically Dixieland, but a lot of new standards and, you know. Like other decades or? Yeah, yeah. Included? Yeah. And we have a video we can watch, right? You have Sure, one? yeah. Okay. And that song is? St. James Infirmary. And you sing. I do. Do you play on this one too? Oh yeah. Cool, cool. Let's watch that now.
They are fun, aren't they? Oh, they're just so fun. That was a, <laughs> that was a big event. We did um, a fundraiser and uh, a speakeasy. We made, we made the reception room into a speakeasy. Oh, how cool is it that? It's very cool. Yeah. Yeah. So what did you do to make it into a speakeasy? Oh, well, they just, um, one of the band members, very handy, you know, and he just put things around that, that were speakeasy-ish. She put up a, a bar. <laughs> decorated it like, you know, and uh, we, we sold things for like a nickel, you know, things like oh, that. Oh, how fun. Yeah. How fun. I remember one time, and this only goes back to, now I'm really going to date myself. It goes back to the 1960s when I was little. And there was a, there's a restaurant in Rancho Cucamonga called the Sycamore Inn. It's an old, old house that's gorgeous, right? And it's this incredible restaurant. And, but my family only went there for special occasions, graduations, birthdays, things like that, right? And one time, I remember we were leaving after, after eating there, and I said to my mom, I said, so why do we only, I must have been like six, seven years old, and I said, why do we only come here for special occasions? And she said, honey, they charge $7 a dinner here. <laughs> we ain't paying more than that. <laughs> That's right. And I went there a couple years ago. My friend and I went there for her birthday after many years of not going there. And it's not $7 anymore. <laughs> you know, but that at that time, that was an expensive dinner. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah, you're saying things for 50 cents. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you think of that. Yeah. Now let's talk about The Nordic Princess Breaks the Ice. Ah. The Nordic Princess Breaks the Ice came out of my writer's group. I went to uh, some, one of the people in my writer's group does a class on writing your story. Uh-huh. She really believes everybody has a story. And we That's a good to, point. We yeah. need to write them down and, and commemorate what, you know, what you've done on this earth. And you know, that's one of the reasons I love doing this show. Yeah. Because I get to hear people's stories. Yeah. You know. And it's like, you know. I find out things I don't know. They go on and on. Yeah. And yeah. She said, when a, in history, so many people have passed on and, and their story dies with them. And that's so sad. So she's, she really is, you know, very passionate about this. Mm-hmm. So I, I went and took her class. And I started writing some of the stories from my life about having osteogenesis imperfecta, which is a, some people, you'll see a movie and they'll call it brittle bone disease. Okay, what's the name again? It's osteo... Osteogenesis, osteo bone genesis beginning imperfecta. Imperfect. Okay. Very simple, really. (laughs) Anyway. Break it down. (laughs) (laughs) Um... So yeah, so I have that, and it's uh, it, I've had many, many broken bones over my life. I think I talked earlier about when I was a child and I was in the hospital in traction. So I I wrote these stories, one you know individual stories, mm-hmm. as as we talked about them, and little by little I would read them out loud in class, and people in the class said, Marty, this is a show you got to do this. And I was like, no, what are you talking about? This is crazy. This is silly stories about me breaking my leg. I mean, how is that a show? <laughs> and um, 
So we, we worked on it, and, it, and uh, I decided it was a show. And Elate was kind enough to allow me to use the stage. And we built an interesting set. And uh, I put on Nordic Princess Breaks the Ice. And you incorporated songs. Songs yeah. into it. Yeah. And original songs or? A um, couple of them were original. Most of them were just snippets of other songs. Like I, when I talked about Snow White, I sang the Snow White thing. Mm. But you have to be very careful, you know, because right. We live in Disney Town, so <laughs> this is true. <laughs> They're right around the corner from here. Yes, yes. <laughs> the studio, the so Disney I, I, Studios. Yeah, I did, and I had a accompanist on the stage, and he played music for me. And uh -huh. and you incorporated also so much more about your life, you know. Yeah, uh -huh. I talked about uh, living in Idaho, mm -hmm. and uh, but but mostly the different breaks because they they kind of tell the story as I go you know and they, they directed your life and they did direct my life there were things that you know happened because of that mm -hmm. things that didn't happen because of that you know like um, I talked about getting a part you know by doing um, Shirley Valentine well that's the part I didn't get to do because I was in the hospital with a broken leg. Oh, shoot. So oh. <laughs> I went through all that and got the part. Well, you got the part. And then I couldn't do it. Oh, that's, that's discouraging. Yes, yes. Disheartening. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. And I haven't really done, I've done some theater since then, but not, certainly not any big musicals. Right, right. Um, a little bit more about your disease. When did you know, or when did your parents know? Oh, they they knew from the beginning. My dad had it. It's inherited. It's inherited. It's genetic. Um, if you have the disease, it's 50-50 that your child will have it. That's really high odds. Yeah. If yeah. you don't have it, there's no passing it on. Mm -hmm. There are genetic mutations, but those are a different, slightly different type of the disease. Right. And the disease means that your bones are just very easily broken. Right. It has to do with the, your body knowing what to do with the collagen and the building blocks of your body. Oh, okay. And so even, you know, people would say, well, just drink more milk. <laughs> Sorry, mm. that's silly. That's silly. It doesn't work that way, you know. Because yeah. your body doesn't know what to do with it. Mm -hmm. So it just sloughs it off and then you, your bones are... Um, very, very fragile. Mine are, are, you know, we're in the middle. My sister and I and my father had a type, and my grandmother, and it goes back and back and back, really? had a, a, one of the more mild types. So ours are not as bad. Mm. There are people who, you know, have to be in a wheelchair their whole lives, and they're usually very, they're little people, you know. Mm. They don't grow, I'm not, not like I'm so tall. <laughs> But, yeah, generally speaking, um, uh, they are smaller stature and the bigger head. I do have the big head. I've never noticed that about you. Really? Well, it's not like I have a big head because I think <laughs> I'm so special. Because of that confidence thing. <laughs> but I do have, I have to wear a size large hat. Um, anyway, um, so, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, 
it mostly that's how it affects people is that the bones are very fragile right but it it affects everything you know because i it's cholesterol and all those oh, things okay. that are tied together with sure yeah that yeah you know what i've thought about about you and if you don't want to talk about this tell me but because you're fragile does it require bravery to do certain things in life do you have to say or does it just require caution and sensibility that's a good question as a child i was crazy i would do i things. could see that <laughs> i would do things and my mother would be like you did what you know um, i loved a horseback ride and i think right. now what could have happened it's amazing nothing ever did you horseback really i loved to go horseback riding did you ride bikes and not too much. I got a bike when I was 10 and I ran it into a tree and <laughs> it broke my arm and that was it. I the bike disappeared. <laughs> Just amazingly that I, bike went away. <laughs> I I think about it now and I'm like, what ever happened to that bike? Oh. <laughs> my dad was very, you know, cuz yeah. he had been through it himself. Right. And so he was very cautious and, and he, it's amazing I talked him into it in the first place. Mm. But I was his little princess and he would pretty much do anything i wanted. You were the nordic. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh he did get me a bike, but it was it proved to be my downfall. So, yeah. It disappeared. Yeah, what about your daughters? Um out of my three daughters, mm -hmm. two of them have it. Mm. And they've had their share of That's one of my stories for later. Okay. Um okay. And then out of my 11 grandchildren, five of them have it. That's almost half. And 50/50. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> There's those odds. <laughs> right, right. Well, I admire the fact that you've always done what you do and that well, you don't let it, yeah, you know, stop it, you. I think that there I I don't I have no, you know, scientific proof of this, but I think it does give us something else internally that just because all the people I've I've gone to many OI conferences we call it OI I'm sorry okay osteogenesis imperfecta is just takes too long so <laughs> we call it OI unless you break it down <laughs> so OI uh conferences you know uh in and around I I part of a study at UCLA a longitudinal study for uh -huh. OI uh -huh. and so there's lots of conferences and things where we get together and pe you know meet people and uh, there are some people in in Hollywood that have it that are you know um and and in those I have not met anyone who was like oh I'm so sad I have this disease it's terrible you know right. they just aren't everybody there is like upbeat and they're going to go forward no matter what It just seems to be it seems to come with it and my kids are the uh -huh. same way. I mean, I see my my grandkids that are that are breakable and they they're, they're just like so fun. Some kind of a strength or a, just a one I'm of my grandsons me, huh? just broke his femur and they were he was in the ambulance on the way to the hospital and we have a a group wordle. My family and I we all play wordle. And um one person's wordle. It's a game. It's a it's a word game online. I've lived under a rock. You've lived under a rock. <laughs> the guys are laughing at me. <laughs> look it up. There's another one you have to look up. Anyway, mm -hmm. um and the it's it's you have to 
figure out a word in, in five, six spaces, and okay. it's a five-letter word, and you, you just, anyway. <laughs> One person picks the word of the day that we're going to use to try to figure out the word. Uh -huh. So we're all using the same word in the family. So I get to play with my family in North Carolina, my family in Texas. My, you oh, know, that's cool. It yeah. is very cool. I love keeping in touch with them that way. Anyway, so that day I was doing my Wordle and his Wordle popped up, his answer. And I went, he's in the ambulance right now. <laughs> I said, you did your Wordle? And he texted back, I had nothing else to do. <laughs> I guess you wouldn't when you're riding along in an ambulance. So I think a sense of humor is huge. Uh, uh -huh, uh -huh. How common is it? Um, it's uh, the numbers change, but it's anywhere from one in one hundred thousand to one in twenty-five thousand. It's somewhere in there. It's <laughs> quite it, a range. Though. It changes. It changes. <laughs> I think because more people are surviving because things have been. Oh. You know. Right. So in the old days, it was, and it hasn't been officially recognized that long. Maybe a hundred years. That's all. Yeah. Oh. Before wow. that, people had it and just thought people thought they were clumsy. <laughs> And they could have been, but and they could have been. But, <laughs> but that wasn't the reason. But that wasn't. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. Great. Is there anything else that we haven't talked about? <laughs> I can't. That you'd like to cover? I can't imagine. I'm hopefully doing another play soon. Everybody has to come see it. That's what I was going for. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it works out. We, we're we're getting there. We're putting all the our ducks in a row right now. Yeah. What is it? It's called Recommended Reading for Girls which we think is a terrible title. We're going to send the author a note and say, please change the title. Because everybody goes, ask, right? what is that? Yeah. So this is not for people. It's just for young girls, right? Oh, no, right. Yeah. no, no, no. It's a very sweet story about a family, uh, three women, um, and they uh, encounter the little princess, Heidi, um, Anne of Green Gables and Penny Parker, who is a latter-day uh, Nancy Drew. So stories that most of us have read. Right. And, uh, At least they, girls have read. They just appear. And they, their appearance seems to count, you know, come at a time when they all need it. And they talk, and they, you know, and if you think about going into it, all the characters that I just named mm -hmm. don't have a mother. Oh, right. And the mother is fighting cancer in the story. Okay. And the daughters are dealing with that and how to, you know. So yeah. it's all intertwined with, it's, it's a hopeful story. It sounds uh -huh. like a downer, but it's a hopeful story. How did you find it? And my daughter did it in Texas. Oh. She played the mother. And I went to see her in it, and I thought, she has a little, her group has a theater, um, and the stage is almost exactly the same size as this. Uh -huh. So I thought, we could do that at a late. Mm -hmm. it's, it's very, you know, it's family, mm -hmm. it's okay family, and, uh, and the size is perfect. Right. So um, I presented it to the late board and they approved it. Wonderful. So we're in the beginning stages of it, but mm -hmm. hopefully we'll be able to. Mm -hmm. I like it. So is it a book and a script or a script and a book or? Just a script. Just a script. Yeah. Okay. But I'm encouraging people to read the books. 
any of the, mm -hmm. you know, Heidi is a book by itself. Anne of Green Gables, is, of course, is a series. And, you know, Penny Parker is a, a series. But you can get them all at the library. Sure. You know, yeah. and, yeah. and it's really fun to read them. I, my daughter encouraged me to read them before I came. Mm -hmm. And I did, and it was so much more fun because there are many references oh, that uh -huh. that you go, oh, she said that in the book, <laughs> you know. <laughs> right. And I love stuff like that. That's just me, but it's kind of like when you read a book and then see the movie, right? Right. And yeah. you're like, oh yeah, that was in the book. That uh -huh. was good. That was good. Uh -huh. uh, yeah, I really like things like that. Right. And I love literature and I love reading, so. That's a big deal for me. Yeah, so it's a it's a few months out from yes. Ready to hopefully, go hopefully May of two thousand twenty-four. No. I have to think about. Yeah. It. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Well, I hope everything goes well and it comes together yeah. and you get the right cast. Yeah. To do it the way it should be done, I'm sure you will. You know. It's pretty. It's pretty nebulous because the the characters can be any age. Right. Really, you know. Yeah. They're figments, anyway. We're back to figments. That's funny. I remember reading those books. Of course, my mother had me read them when I was a little girl. Mm -hmm. But it's been so long, I'd have to reread them. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. you're saying. Oh, yeah. And, and it's surprising to me, too, especially like Anna Green Gables. I don't know that I ever read. I used to watch the series. Mm -hmm. But um, there's some really interesting themes in there. Are there really? Yeah. yeah. You know, it's true that in YA, young adult, books. Oftentimes there are incredible grown-up, I'll put it that way, messages. Yes. yes. You know. Absolutely. You know, that sometimes and the young girls don't catch because... They don't catch them till later. Yeah. In their life they'll be thinking about something. And like, what would Nancy Drew do? <laughs> what would Nancy Drew do? <laughs> I don't, know. I don't know. I just made that. You should put that on the promotional <laughs> materials. You're right. That would be a better title. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so now, is there anything else that you want to talk about that we haven't covered? I, I, I can't think We've of anything. We've covered a lot of ground. We, we have. Yeah, it's great. I've it's been great. happily married for 42 years. Oh, congratulations. That's... <laughs> An accomplishment. It is an accomplishment, <laughs> especially when you're married to a big old bear. <laughs> and your husband has—he's directed so many plays. Yeah, here a in lot the of them here. Yeah, yeah. And he's worked at, at Cal Lutheran University. Oh, okay. That's with the Shakespeare California Lutheran University in Thousand Oaks. Yeah, California. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was a educator there, so. Yeah. He has a drama program has to do with curriculum, mm -hmm. teaching, it's, it's active learning, it's called ACT, Active Collaborative Teaching. And it's basically comes from his theater background and it's getting people up off their feet to do things. And you learn math that way, you can learn so many things yeah. with you know, engaging the brain and the body and the, the whole thing. So he's done that here at Elate with giving people opportunities. Right, but he's actually has, it was his doctoral thesis. Oh. And he's actually put the program in several schools in Simi Valley. Oh, wow. That's fantastic. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Pretty proud of him. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right. And we are going to be so fortunate 
because Marty is going to perform for us. And not only is she going to perform one thing, she's going to do two performances. She's going to do... We'll see. Yeah, actually, we'll introduce us. So uh, check back on Creativity Inside and Out, and you'll see Marty perform. See you soon. <laughs>